0: Good morning, Life Church. It is Easter Sunday. We are excited that you are here, uh, at home, I mean, by here. Uh, Hey, we've got lots to do today. You're watching the right service. It is Easter Sunday. Uh, This is an intro video. It's gonna play a little bit, uh, and then it might loop, depending on what platform you're watching on. But just know that we're excited that you're here with us today. And our service will start at 10.31, okay? So 10.31 is actually when this begins. Here's what you need to do in preparation go ahead and grab your communion elements. So we're gonna take communion together as a family. Uh, hopefully you got word out on that early, but if you didn't, grab something from around the house. You, if you have you know, grape juice uh, or wine and bread, great. If not, Cheez-Its and soda will do in a pinch. It's, it's the heart that matters. Uh, whatever you got, okay? Grab those communion elements. We're gonna take communion together as a family later on today in the service. Uh, make sure you have your phone uh, with you. Have it out and ready to chat. Uh, you can chat with us by going to live, L I V E, live.wearelife.church. That is our platform for chatting and our whole online experience. If you're watching on Facebook, you can chat in the comments. If you're watching on YouTube, you can chat on the comments. If you want to put this on your TV now, you can do that. Just open up uh, your smart TV and turn, get, open the YouTube app and then just search for Life Church K R V. Kern river valley right live church krv you'll find us you'll see the live stream uh, option available right there so lots of places to chat with us one thing we want you to do though let us know how many people are watching with you in your home so we want to be able to have a countless to see who is with us this morning how many people are with us on easter uh, so chat with us let us know just a number how many people are watching in your house uh, with you at home now <laughs> This is going to sound kind of funny, but it's pretty cool. If you want to be baptized today, we're doing baptisms in our post-church Zoom hangout. Okay, I'm going to walk you through baptisms. You're going to fill up your bathtub at the end of this service. I'm not joking. And you're going to have someone there to help you. Put you under and you're gonna sit obviously and go back you just wear your regular clothes okay have a camera in there so we can see it but we're gonna do baptisms after service today so if you want to be baptized comment and let us know we know of at least one there might be more brave souls out there who want to get baptized on easter <clears throat> what better time to do it we'll all do this together okay so in our post church zoom hangout the link will be down below or on our website We are life.church. We're doing baptisms. You are not going to want to miss it. Even if you don't want to be baptized, you want to see this, okay? So be a part of it uh, by joining our post-service Zoom hangout. Uh, That's it for the intro. So right now, I want us to pray, and we're going to get right into worship. Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you for rising from the dead, raising from the grave. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We love you. We praise you. We worship you. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: I was blind, now I'm seeing in color. I was dead, now I'm living forever. I had failed, but you were my Redeemer. I have been blessed beyond all measure. I was lost, now I'm found by the Father. I've been changed from a root. You're good from underneath my feet. Between the black skies and my red eyes I can barely see. When I realize I've been sold out by my friends and my family, I can feel the rain reminding me. In the eye of the storm, you remain far from me and i'm running out of faith i feel the future that i picture slowly fade away when the tears of pain and heartache are pouring down my face i find my peace in jesus name in the eyes of the storm you remain in control in the middle of the war my best, now I'm scared to death. We might lose everything, and when the tears of pain and heartache are pouring down my face, my only hope's to trust in You. Why? Oh, In the way of the world begins to fall, on the name of Jesus I will call. For I know my God is in control, and his purpose is unshakable. Doesn't matter what I feel, doesn't matter what I see, my hope will always be, and your promise is to me, now I'm casting out all fear, for your love has set me free, my hope will always be, and your promise As I walk into the days to come, I will not forget what you have done. For you have supplied my every need, and your presence is enough for me. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Nothing's gonna stop the friends you made Nothing's gonna take your love away You will always be more than enough for me Doesn't matter Doesn't matter I pray that no matter what happens in this world that we would lean on you and trust you in all things.
0: Isn't that amazing? Jake, thank you so much for putting that together this week. Worship team, thank you so much for doing that. We're trying to adhere to the stay-at-home order and yet still worship together and be as creative as possible uh, in the midst of it. So thank you for being with us in that, for for participating in that with us. Uh, We're going to be led into a time of communion now, so go ahead and grab elements, uh, whether it's bread and and wine or grape juice or just whatever you have around the house. Uh, We're going to do that together now. So. why don't we have? Uh, why don't we have Deegan lead us in this? Take it away, Deegan.
1: I am God. Bingo. Ryan Yahtzee. Deegan,
0: thank you guys so much for leading us through that time of communion. So special, e- even at home, man. We're we're together in this. Listen, the message of Jesus' resurrection is a message of hope, of truth, of life. In fact, one of the most misquoted quotes of scripture is, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Uh, Jesus actually says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus calls himself the truth and he says, I am the truth. Jesus says that. I am the way to life. And that is the message of the resurrection. He will set you free. Now there's a ton of fear right now in our country like never before, because what's attacking us globally is something that affects everyone. Uh, And there's this phrase in Matthew 28 that we're about to read, and it said, afraid yet filled with joy. And I feel like that's a really good phrase. That's what stood out to me the most out of reading this passage of Jesus' resurrection this year, is the fact that there is fear, there's fear in our country, and yet we can be filled with joy because of who Jesus is and what he did on that cross and after that cross when he rose from the grave. Now, I'll tell you what, for our church this day, it's looking a little different than we anticipated. So, here's what we anticipated for this day we anticipated being at Rivernet Campground, camping all weekend, having like an Easter egg hunt out in the meadow, having service out there, baptisms in the creek, having a taco person there to cook tacos for us for lunch bounce houses, games together all day, in the sun being together all day long. Now you might think, sounds pretty fun, I could use that right now. Uh, We are at home, but we're still celebrating the resurrection of Jesus, because here's the thing, our plans change, his does not. He knew this was happening, he knew this was coming. Uh, He's not surprised by this, he's not surprised by where you are at right now, and he wants to meet you where you're at right now. So let's dig right into scripture and start uh, Sharon out of Matthew 28. I'm reading out of the NIV version. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. They went to go look at the tomb. Now there was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. Now for the angel, it's hey, just another day. No, I think not. He's, he's coming and he is rolling back the tomb, not to let Jesus out because he wasn't there, but just to show that Jesus was no longer there. It's like, it's like an open house. It's like, hey, come come and check it out. Here's, here's the cloth, uh, here's where you wrapped him and here's where he was laid and uh, he's not here anymore. Anything else to see? Want some coffee, want some tea? No, like it's, he's not there. Now, what I love is that it says that uh, <clears throat> the guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. Okay, there's just like, they can't, what, what do you do in that situation? It's been a boring night. It's the morning, and God's going to do what he's going to do. So you just get out of the way and you play dead. I wonder if the guards became believers. We shall see as we read on. So, Mary and Mary, they got up. Here, here's the thing. That morning, it was the third day, the third day of despair, of darkness, of no change, of every hope and dream they had crashed. You talk about plans being changed. The king of the Jews, the king of Israel coming even just a week before having a parade for him on what we call Palm Sunday, and now he's dead. And yet still, in the midst of the greatest darkness, they got up and started moving. And I think that's a call to us right now too, that we don't just sit around. That we don't just wait for this to be over. That we're growing, that we're moving, that we're changing, that we're going to Jesus. They went as close as they could or as close as they thought to Jesus. Just because the whole their whole world was disrupted, it did not slow them down. They moved toward Jesus, and we need to as well. Now, it says, The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Like, come on. He's been telling you guys this for a while. Listen up. Come and see the place where he lay. Here's the open house. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, he has risen from the dead and he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy. (laughs) Afraid and yet filled with joy. And they ran to tell his disciples. This phrase so describes the season we're in. There is fear and yet there is joy. There's an unknown joy presence there's an unknown to this whole thing and yet we have Jesus and yet we have we have joy we're getting to experience things even with our families that we haven't in years because everything just shut down and yet in the midst of that Jesus rose see everything in Christianity hinges on this moment being true without it without the resurrection what do we have we have a we have a nice guy in history named Jesus who ticked a bunch of people off and was crucified the end no because he rose he conquered death and he is able to forgive our sins his blood sacrifice covers us that we can have relationship with our God in heaven he conquered it now let me tell you this is how he conquers trials in your life three ways When you're facing whether it's this trial or any other thing that comes up in life there's only three ways that jesus walks with you through it he either takes you around it he takes you through it or he takes you out of it now taking you around it i remember back in uh, 2001 9 11 waking up that morning to just the chaos in our country uh, and while the whole world was gripped and our whole nation was gripped, it, it, it directly affected New York. In this scenario it directly affects everyone but then it was, it was New York mainly and we had a friend who just got married the day before and for her honeymoon uh, she flew in to uh, New York with, with, her, with her husband and, and they landed and the next morning it was 9-11 and I, and I just think man had they flown out even one day further. And so many people have that story, I was almost on this plane. I could have been there, I was delayed. And yet in that moment, God took them around that entire situation. They were so close. But sometimes God doesn't take you around it, He takes you through it. On that same day, a couple years ago, I got to sit at a dinner and and talk to a man, and he was there, he was blind, and he was there with his with his CNI dog, and he wrote a book. Actually, he his story was that he was on one of the high floors up at up in the <clears throat> World Trade Center on 9-11, and when the plane hit uh, hit right above where they were, and the whole place filled with smoke and with ash and with every everything else, and it was his CNI dog that led him down all the stairways, you know, to get out of the World Trade Center. Uh, And other people kind of went with him because the dog dog senses got them through it. It's an amazing story. And and him telling it personally was just an amazing thing to hear uh, from him. A story of how even in the midst of this trial, God didn't say, stay at home and take him around it. He said, no, I'm with you through it. And his faith grew through that time. Sometimes God takes you around it. Sometimes he takes you through it. And sometimes... He takes you out of it. See, we believe in a God that has eternal life for every single one of us. At this time on on earth, it's temporary. It's not forever. And that there's some people who even in the midst of this, God is gonna graciously take them out of it to be with him. Those are the three ways. No matter which way though, here's the deal. Jesus is with you. He is walking with you in it. No matter what, he's always in it with you. Scripture goes on and it says this, suddenly Jesus met them. See, when you seek after Jesus, like Mary and Mary did, he will meet you and he will never leave you. He went to them. They were seeking after him. They were running to tell the disciples he met them suddenly. You know, sometimes He's always with us. Our, our awareness of whether he's always with us is, is in question sometimes, but he, Jesus is always with us. But there's those times when you're seeking after him and bam, suddenly you're like, he's here. Jesus is here. I can remember even yesterday in, in this room, just on the other side of where the camera is pointing, uh, my kids came down the stairs and uh, they're so bored. They're just like doing their makeup every day. Uh, still haven't convinced me to do mine, but uh, they were doing their makeup and just did crazy makeup on their faces, painted different things on there. And they were coming downstairs to show me. And I was right around the corner and they came down and like, dad, dad. And I decided to wait around the corner for a second. And then as soon as they came, I jumped out and I'm like, here I am. And it was like, ah, like scared them to death. But it was so funny to see their expressions because they had all this makeup on and they're scared. It was a very, it's ingrained forever in my mind. Uh, I was always there. They didn't see where I was. But in the midst of that, he is always there, regardless of whether you see him there or not. Scripture goes on and it says this, Jesus introduced himself to Mary and Mary saying, greetings, they came to him, clasped his feet and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. And I believe that's the message even for us now, is do not be afraid. This time, Jesus is saying this over and over. The angel said this to the women: do not be afraid. The same warning, the same command, why? Because he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Life will be forever different. from that For them on that moment, from that moment forward, life was forever different as it should have been and as it should be for us. Life should not be the same ever again. It should be different. The ending of Matthew 28, we're going to get to in a minute, but it's talking about going and telling. And, and see, we have the opportunity during this time to share our faith like no other. Without distractions, we have captive audiences through FaceTime and Zoom and phone calls. No one has the same rigorous schedule, and everyone is focused on what's going to happen next. And this is the time where faith shines. It's the time where your faith shines. For some of you, man, you need to make a commitment to Jesus. You never have. You're tuning in today, and, and maybe you've come to church before. Maybe you never have. Maybe you're seeing me for the first time or, or experiencing worship for the first time. But here's the deal. Like, you you realize you need Jesus. For some of you, it's a, it's a commitment you need to make again. Because, man, even during this time, it's like you've allowed fear to rule over you and not faith. And you need a recommitment to Jesus just saying, God, I trust in you. God, I'll put my hope in you and not in Netflix. You know, there's nothing wrong with Netflix, but but if all that comes out of this is you've binge watched all the shows on your list, you're not going to be better for that. But you're going to be better for following after Jesus. So it's a time for faith to rise in your heart. And if that's you right now, regardless of where you're watching, I just want to lead you in a prayer. And it's not a that the prayer does anything fantastic or magical. It's a belief in your heart of you saying, I want to make a change today for Jesus. So if that's you, uh, just quietly in your own heart, let's close our eyes and say, Jesus, I commit my heart to you. I commit my life to you. I recommit myself to you. I believe in who you are. I have faith and faith will rule over any fear. And even if fear comes up and even if doubt comes up, I know the joy that you give me outweighs any of that. So come into my heart and my life. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you've done that, there's a spot uh, on our chat to just say, I gave my life to Jesus, you can just raise your hand. It's, it's it's a little button you click. I think something should pop up on the screen. If you're watching on Facebook, you can private message us and let us know. We want to follow up with you. We want to pray with you. Uh, we want to resource you with great next steps. So if that's you, please contact us in all the different ways we have available on whatever platform uh, you are watching on right now. <clears throat> All right, now it says this. While the women were on their way home, some of the guards went into the city and reported to the chief priests everything that had happened. The guards, right? The guys that were like playing dead. (laughs) When the chief priests had met with the elders and devised a plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money telling them, you are to say, his disciples came during the night and stole him away while we were asleep. Now, if this report gets to the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed. And this story has been widely circulated among the Jews to this very day. <clears throat> we can choose the truth. We can devise a plan. They devised a plan. I'll tell you what. Here's what I believe. They took the money and they were afraid because they were possibly going to get in trouble for you know, letting Jesus' body leave like they had any control over it. But I bet you this, no amount of money Kept these guards from the dreams that they had from that day forward. No amount of money kept them from knowing the truth of who Jesus was. They knew what they saw. What are you choosing to spread in this season of your life? Spread truth. Spread Jesus. Share the truth of Jesus, that he rose, that he lives, that he forgives your sins, that he showers you with love, that he looks at you as his own child, and then take time today and share your faith with someone. It, it could be as simple as sharing this video along with like a personal message on one of your social accounts. It can be share encouraging scripture on social media or with a friend. There, there's so many ways that you can share your faith, but now is the season for us to do that, and today is the day. It says then the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. So these are his disciples, right? And these are the guys that know him, and they're seeing him now alive, and they worshiped him, but some doubted. Let's Listen, you'll always have this, worship mixed with doubt. And that's okay. You know, our kids have been struggling with that this week even, their views on God, their disappointments with him on why he isn't fixing this or changing things. And if you're honest, you have those too. But in the midst of those doubts, don't stop worshiping him. Continue to worship him, even through the doubts. Since Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. I am with you how often? Always. He is always with you forever, right now, in your home. We are learning how to obey His commands. One of those is baptism. And that's why I said at the beginning, and I'll say it again now, if you want to get baptized even today, you think this coronavirus is going to stop us from baptisms? No way. Start filling up your bathtub, man. You're going to have someone help you down. We're going to lead lead you through baptisms in our post-church Zoom hangout. We're going to do that in just a few minutes. We love you we believe this is a good season of your life. We know that he has risen, we have celebrated him in communion, we have worshiped him with song, we have been encouraged by his word to us, and right now we're gonna continue with Children's Church and baptisms, so let me pray over you. Jesus, we thank you for everyone today who made fresh commitments to you. We thank you for the baptisms that are about to take place. We thank you for children and, and Michelle and leading the kids through children's church, God, and learning and growing. We thank you for a communion and an opportunity to remember your body broken for us and your blood shed for the forgiveness of sins. We thank you for every single person who calls Life Church their home. God, they are family. We are all family with you, but God, they are family to us and we love you and we love each other, and we praise you, and we thank you for this special day. In Jesus' name, amen.